Welcome to the Digital Marketing Insights Podcast, brought to you by Brightside Digital. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. I'm very excited to say today we have Sneha, who is a B2B content marketer. How are you doing, Sneha? I'm doing really well. Thank you, Tom. Thanks for having me on. How are you? Yeah, very good. Thank you. And thank you so much for doing the show. Pleasure. My first question is, can you tell our audience a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, Perfect. Sure. Um, So I'm actually coming from a background of journalism and communications. Um, I've been working in the marketing space for about the past five years, predominantly B2B tech. Um, starting off, it was mostly like event management and email marketing. Um, surprisingly, I would say about 50% um, of my experience has been, you know, the marketing department has been like a one person show, as I was saying. Um, so it was really important to kind of know everything and at least the basics of everything. Um, but having had the opportunity to work in a team, I've really developed a core strength in um, communications and content, particularly. What would you see as your main strength at the moment in your work? Um, I would say in um, communications and creating content. Um, so just a little bit of uh, background on what I do at the moment. So I'm working for a startup called Prompt. Um, and essentially, Prompt is a payment request platform that enables businesses to request, collect, and track remote payments from their customers um, through email, SMS, and WhatsApp. And you know the payment happens through card or by bank. Um, and we work across numerous industries. So we, you know, we work with um, high value retail, hospitality, um, corporate hospitalities for, you know, one of the top 10 football clubs of the Premier League. Um, we, we work with builders, merchants, automotive. Um, so it's, it's a very diverse um, range of industries that we're working with. So here, you know, the kind of content and really catering the content to the pain points of both the users and the decision makers and each of these diverse industries has definitely been an area that I've um, had the opportunity to develop. Tell me more about your marketing style for Prompt or, or some of your previous work. How do you go about marketing a B2B? So what we like to do is um, on a high level, we have, um, you know, we have content that kind of caters to everyone. So, you know, say someone who really has no idea about prompt, um, we have like our elevator pitch and, you know, deck surrounding that. And then on like just one layer below that, we have um, content that we cater specifically to these different industries. Um, so whether it's, you know, now predominantly it is um, content in the written form. So you've got your white papers, two pages and blogs. But we also, you know, experiment with video as well. But the process has been, you know, so for example, um, one of the successful marketing campaigns that we've done has been with sports hospitality. So the way we did that was we looked at the, you know, the kind of like top customer that we have, um, which was one of the, you know, football clubs of the Premier League. And we looked at, right, who are the users and decision makers, right? And we identified three departments. We identified InfoSec, finance and customer experience. And then we looked at, right, now what are these people, what do they actually care about? So, for example, InfoSec, they care about, you know, combating fraud, building payment resilience, finance care about growing revenue. 
right? And customer experience are thinking about, you know, their match day ticketing, their VIP hospitality, like how do we enhance fan experience and grow revenue? So we actually created content specifically for different job titles, catering to these three pain points, essentially. You know, how do you combat fraud? How do you build payment resilience? How do you enhance your fan experience? And, you know, ultimately grow revenue. Um, And that was extremely, you know, that was really helpful because we were able to, rather than talking about us, um, we were talking about how we can help you. And that was very clear from the get-go. And I feel like this is where, you know, my experience in print media really, um, you know, helped because, you know, using certain tactics like, you know, the inverted pyramid, right? And just the, you know, the tactical use of images and diagrams to you know, to kind of show how we can help your business rather than, you know, about how we're all great and, you know, things like that. And subtly using branding um, to build trust. Um, and I guess the key and one thing I have to say is a huge factor for making this campaign successful was our customer reference ultimately. And I think when you have a customer testimonial there um, and, you know, especially when they're willing to, you know, actually get on the call with the customer as well, it builds a sort of layer of authenticity with what we're trying to communicate, whether it's via email, social media, paid or organic. So that was a very, you know, good, successful campaign. Um, You know, we were able to bring in um, high value leads into the pipeline. That's so interesting. And you kind of took my next question out out there. but. so looking at your successful campaign, is there any softwares you use to create this content? It's clear you've you've positioned several different content pillars, but is there any softwares that you use to organize all this or create this content? Yes. So I'll actually break it down because I feel like when it comes to marketing, like we're using so many different tools for different purposes. So with respect to content creation, um, so for white papers, um, infographics, you know, two pages, all of that, I recommend Figma. Now, Figma is, um, you know, is a tool that's kind of built for the product team, but I found it very useful for creating content at scale. And especially when like, you know, there's the underlying branding, which, you know, your color, your, you know, your logo, all of that, and being able to kind of replicate that for the different industries, it's important to have a tool where I can like copy paste and then create unique graphics on top of that. So Figma kind of falls somewhere in between if say Canva is for beginners and say, you know, um, Photoshop is for experts, say, Figma kind of falls in between. Um, So it's, you know, just to give a little bit of context on that. Besides Figma now for videos, I highly recommend Lumen5. Um, Really, really um, very user-friendly tool. Um, Great for like your 60-second sort of teasers and like promo sort of videos. And even Beyond. Now, Beyond needs a little bit of practice, but great for like animations and things like that. So that's for content creation. That's Figma, Lumen5, and beyond for content creation. For email marketing, now, um, at Prompt, we experimented with several tools. We've used MailChimp, Cognizant, Pipedrive, ActiveCampaign. But I think for email marketing, you probably know what I'm going to say. I don't think anything beats HubSpot, especially for lead nurturing workflows. Um, so it's worth the money, and they also do a discount for startups. So that's that's good to know. 
Um, and then for operations now, um, just your day to day, highly recommend Notion. I think I think it's so good for sharing knowledge and work in progress. And just like especially in a small team, uh, working remote, it's it's very useful. And along with Notion, you've got your Miro, Slack, but um, Notion really stands out. Brilliant. And so, Sneha, you mentioned several softwares there, some really good insight. The two I'd like you to go into a little bit more detail is your work around Figma and how you could recommend that to our audience and Lumen5. So can we start with Figma for a, for a yeah. moment and just explain to everyone how that actually works? Um, so Figma, basically, you know, from, from a marketing point of view, it's it's a great tool for creating um, infographics and building from that, um, you know, and from, from infographics, you could do, you know, white, pa- white papers, blogs, um, you know, you know, stuff that you can use on slide decks and things like that. Now, the interesting thing with Figma is it is it's built for teams. So your entire organization can be on there and you can work together almost like Miro um, in building a final product. Um, so we work very closely with the product team, um, you know, on Figma. So, you know, all the mock-ups that we have, like, for example, you know, for prompt, a lot of the mock-ups would have like iPhones and us and visuals of, you know, people actually of customers actually receiving um, the link to pay and things like that. And being able to show the merchant branding on there. Right. Um, and so the product team would have really good skills in creating um, attractive, um, you know, mock-ups like that and with figma you're actually able to use that which is created on figma and incorporate that into you know marketing related content so for small teams i guess the point that i'm trying to make is for small teams especially it's a great tool where you can kind of um work together collaborate effectively and at the same time you're it kind of helps you grow your skills um because it's sort of like the more you're practicing it the better you get and at the same time you have um you know your kind of uh, i guess like i guess different facets of what you want to create already built in and you can kind of grow from there so it is very much it kind of you can scale it based on where you are. So say if you're at the, at a beginner's level, you can kind of use it, you know, at that stage and kind of collaborate well with teams. But it, it's great for scaling up as well. So that's Brilliant. what I'd say with Figma. And it's very similar. It's like, I guess the best way to kind of explain it is it falls in between Canva and Photoshop. So it doesn't get too complicated with all like the layers <laughs> as, as Photoshop can sometimes get. And at the same time, it gives you more scope to be creative than Canva. Brilliant. And Lumen5? And Lumen5 now, it's, it's excellent for creating um, just kind of uh, the... Wonderful. So, you know, I feel like with video, right, um, oftentimes, especially when I'm scrolling through, like, say, LinkedIn, anytime I, a video pops up, it catches my attention. Um, in that way, I feel like video is one of them things that hasn't been overused just yet. Um, so and if you want to start with video, then I'd recommend Lumen5. Um, it You don't need any experience in creating videos to create a video on Lumen5. That's the simplest way I can I can put it. So you start off and you you can actually sort of like um, inbuilt your, your branding and your theme 
Um, so it, it kind of syncs with Canva as well. Um, so if you already have it set up on Canva, you can easily kind of get that onto Lumen5. If not, you just upload your, um, you know, your color specifics and like your logo and things like that. That's the theme done. Then you've got, uh, depending on the kind of, um, so if it's, it's a, if it's a very corporate B2B kind of space that you're working in, you've got certain like um, templates, video templates that you could use. If it's more fun, um, bright, kind of like HubSpot kind of branding, then you've got templates like that. So you've got like a range of templates that keep getting updated almost on, I suppose, on a monthly or quarterly basis. Um, and you choose from that. Um, you've got your branding there already done logo and everything inbuilt and you literally all you have to do is create your video script um, you've got within Lumen5 itself, you've got video clips that you can search for based on key terms. So say I want um, a video of someone looking at their phone and looking at their credit card and like making a payment. Um, and I want them looking really happy doing that, you know, um, and you just find like, you know, clips and then you just input your the text that you want. Um, you can animate the whole thing. You have uh, a plethora of like background music. Again, you just keywords so corporate, happy, <laughs> corporate. Um, um, you know, inspiring things like that, and you just like experiment, and it's it's a really honestly kind of like it really satisfies my inner child when I'm working on Lumen Five. I have to say, it's it's great fun, and you can create um, fantastic videos that look like an absolute professional has done it in like under two hours. So highly recommend if you have no idea how to get started with video, start with Lumen Five. Love it, love it. And uh, is there any areas you're looking to upskill into and why? Um, so I've recently, like a friend recently got me onto um, Skillshare as a platform. Um, absolutely love it. I've been doing a couple of courses on there, mostly with, um, you know, personal PR and branding. Um, but there's also like, I mean, there's, there's also like, um, I have my eyes on like this, like pottery course as well. Um, but besides that, I think I'm really, I really want to kind of eventually get into corporate communications and PR and, um, just, I guess, be able to do content marketing verbally, which is what I think PR essentially is. So I've been trying to like upskill there. Yeah. Love it. And in terms of new information is there anywhere where you swear to go by and you you read up on new things um nothing beats a good google search looking at news and media um and, and i actually swear by it because in, especially for prompt um because we're working across you know such diverse industries things change very quickly and you have to stay on top top of everything so we actually have a slack channel called um, hashtag market info and we pop in any kind of you know interesting information that we find on there so we can stay up to date um, just to kind of even to express how important this is like for example a couple of weeks ago we created a piece um, a content piece for luxury retail and one of the hooks was um, was around UK VAT free shopping schemes and how you know that this is really going to attract like international shops and you know you want to have prompts so that you know it'll, it'll be you'll add to the whole white glove experience and blah 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 but you know fast forward two weeks later that changed you know um so think it is very important to stay up to date with news um so yeah, <laughs> yeah. i almost incorporate it um as like you know as 20 percent of what i do in a week of course and uh in terms of the digital industry as a whole is there anything that you see coming up that you're thinking oh wow definitely keep an eye on this 
Um, not so much in the digital space, but I, I definitely see in-person events coming back. Um, and I think it's important not just to attend, but also to participate, um, you know, uh, you know, participate on in, 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 in the ones that are important and relevant to your industry, of course, but participate through speaking slots and breakout sessions. Um, we actually started doing that you know, with the likes of Open Banking Expo and things like that, where it gives you an opportunity to sort of like highlight um, you, yourself as like thought leaders in the industry. Um, and I also see this kind of trend in a greater interest in even like um, awards, important awards, like, for example, you know, the Financial Services Awards, right? Like, so we were nominated as a finalist for the Payment Innovation Award in that. It's a great way to kind of add to that layer of authenticity and kind of build trust. So I know that isn't a digital trend, but I'm seeing a trend like, you know, I remember during the pandemic when like there was a webinar happening like every hour, like practically. I see that. I see that. Oh, like that. Such a welcome shift, like in person events, which I'm delighted. What a great answer. And lastly, we always ask the same question to end the show, which is if you could boil up one personality trait that you have yourself that you could pass on to others, what would it be? Um, oh, that's a good one. Um, I would say I would, I, I think I would say resilience. Um, and, um, and like within, I guess, uh, the marketing space, particularly, it works hand in hand with being able to adapt quickly. Um, you know, I've worked in teams where, you know, people are very easily swayed by trends. Um, and I've worked in teams where people are, you know, they're just like, okay, so this is a best practice and we must stick to it. Like no matter what, even if all the KPIs are indicating that it's not working, we will stick to it because it's the best practice. You know, um, I found that where I've been successful is being able and willing to troubleshoot and try different things is so important, especially in marketing because it's constantly evolving, constantly changing. Um, and you know, no one like wants to be like, it's, it's the worst feeling where it's okay if, you know, some progress is better than no progress, but we can't expect things to be different unless we're, you know, willing to do things differently. Yeah. And Sneha, if people wanted to get in touch with you, how could they? Um, yes, like you can find me on LinkedIn, uh, Sneha Padavala. Um, I think I'll also share, uh, definitely have a look at Prompt. Uh, in, we can really help transform the way your business collects payments. Um, so, you know, give, give have a look at Prompt on our website. That's it. Thanks everyone for listening and thank you for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Yeah.